Hello and welcome to this Xbox Live episode 356, Teasing the Division. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me tonight is my good buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hello, hello. And um, welcome, as you will notice. It's just the two of us, so I'm going to say it now. Please bear with me. This is the first time I'm running the show in this whole new fangled, messed up format that Brun created that makes the show look really cool. There's just a lot more work in the background, and it's my first time. So Rob is going to be checking our audio, making sure that we sound level. Yeah, so far, so far, so good. Yay! And I just noticed I'm not even on the... I'm not even logged into the Twitch right now. So, yay. So I can't even keep up with what's going on there, but oh well, we'll get to it. And hopefully you guys don't get blasted by some freaking... Uh, mute, let me mute this real quick. Ah, whew! That was close. So, uh, hello to Vengeful Loki. Nice to see you in there. Alright, so, let's get on with the show. Sounds like uh, our levels are good. Bro, Brun's in there. Hey, Brun, glad you could be there and not here doing the work. (laughs) Weren't you not going to talk about the chat? Come on, let's let's get rolling. I'm just trying to make sure it's uh, everything's working here. So, anyways, welcome. Be sure to check uh, our show out live on Twitch every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so, Rob, let's jump into it. What have you been playing this week? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, I've been playing Forza Horizon on the Xbox 360. Kind of uh, dug that out of the uh, Wayback Machine. And uh, played a little bit of it with my son. Because uh, he loved Loved, loved watching me play Forza Horizon 2 on the Xbox 360. So um, there's an Xbox. Um, oh, did I say Xbox 360? I meant Xbox One. You did say 360. Yeah. Okay. So I meant Forza Horizon 2 on the Xbox One. And uh, there's a 360 that he kind of uh, plays Minecraft on and a couple other things. So I threw it in there because I had the the disc just laying around. We played... Uh, uh, whole bunch of races on there and it was interesting to watch him kind of get accustomed to driving because he's seven he doesn't drive in the real world as far as i know <laughs> but uh just learning the things and uh you know just urging him on is uh you know at seven you tend to kind of give up on things and you know be upset <laughs> when you don't win things the first time and uh yeah it, it was cool to actually see him get first place in things so he's he's Got his uh, Formula One racing career starting early at the age of seven. Awesome. Yeah. That's and, pretty cool. And he's close to me already in gamer score, by the way. Well, he's got 295, which is probably <laughs> half of what I've got. Uh, but, that doesn't surprise yeah. anybody listening to the show. <laughs> exactly. I just need him to play Avatar for 15 minutes and then uh, he'll surpass me. There you go. But then uh, I had an impulse buy also uh, the other day, and I got Batman uh, Arkham Knight. And I really enjoy the game. It's uh, very cool, very well done. And it is like total overwhelming visuals city. (laughs) Mark, have you played this at all? Yeah, and... um I don't know. I, I'm sitting there looking. That's one of those games I paid and I can't go back and play. I 
I like the other Batman games, and for some reason, I don't know if it's just I'm getting old, and I think a lot of it is my age. I think I'm just getting to the point where these games are getting too complicated because this one seems so hard. Like there's so many things you can do. Yeah. And even in the training, I kept failing on training. I was like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I, it's like, you got to hit these, all these different button combinations and stuff. And this one just kind of, Oh yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It, it just, I don't know. I, I didn't go back. I played it one time for maybe two hours and I'm just like, I haven't been back to it. Um, and I think about it. I'm like, man, I paid all that money. I should go try it again. But I'm just like, man, I'd have to start over because I can't even remember, you know, what the first I'd have to start the whole game over again. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. I just yeah. not that I was that far into it, but it's like I don't want to go through the frustrating training again, but I'd have to to continue playing. Right. So, I, I know what you mean. Because I was actually thinking about it this uh, today, actually, on my uh, nice and exciting ride into work on the train, where a couple weeks ago I played Mass Effect. So it was on sale for like two, three bucks on the 360 digital version. So I'm like, this thing's in backwards compatibility. Sure, I'll grab it. And by the way, if you guys haven't tried this yet, you buy that thing on the 360, the digital version. It's like available instantly on the Xbox One. So I installed it and played it. And you look at a game like Mass Effect, which, I mean, it's a couple years old now, but you look at the environment around you and you so, get this, like, Rob, I'll call it the, f yeah? I got to interrupt you. What? I never altered the title to the stupid Twitch stream, so it's, this is a test. <laughs> well, that's what it was even before. Oh, I know. I never went in and changed it. I need oh, to. Oh boy! I need to so go change it and stop the show and we need to restart. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be completely wrong for Twitch and YouTube and. Ah, yes, there it is. Finally changed. Okay. Anyway. So where was I? Oh, I have yes. no idea. So I was panicking. <laughs> <laughs> This is so frustrating. I Get don't some, like being in this seat again. <laughs> Do you need to go change? <laughs> Maybe. So. Anyway, so Mass Effect. Yes. So I got that on the 360, which carried over into backwards compatibility. And I was just playing it a couple weeks back. And you look at that game, which is a couple of years old that you know, everybody likes. And the visuals on it are like this. You have what I'll call the floor or the ground with essentially just some kind of texture on it. Then you might have a rock. And then you have like cliff walls, which are kind of like having you go somewhere. And that, that's, that's like the whole game. It just, it's very simple. Or you might have a platform to walk onto or stairways. And this is like when it's, let's say, outside versus an inside space. And it's all very simple. I mean, extremely simple when you consider it. And then you go to like Batman Arkham Knight. There is rain coming down. There's stuff on the streets. There's buildings. There's signs. There's flashing neon. There's like so much stuff going on. It's almost overwhelming. And then on top of that, you have all this stuff going on. And you get these like weird, crazy camera angles and all these dudes coming at you from every direction. 
I'm sure once you get used to it, it's okay, but there's just so much to it. It just, it's like the total opposite of like what a game like Mass Effect is. And I, I thought that was just kind of interesting. And I think for some old people, <laughs> not naming any names, that just might be where some of the frustration comes from. You know what I'm saying? I yes? do. No? Sorry, okay. my, my house phone was ringing, so I muted because it's like the base of it's right here. Uh, so I was trying you got to put be, the world on hold when we were recording. I got stuff going on, man. <laughs> yeah, recording I'm, our I'm, show. I got texting going but, on. The wife is bugging me. The, you got you Facebook. Know. Yeah. Craigslist. I got... Yeah, yeah, whatever. So anyway. Anyway. But it's so, not it's not that the like the visually I I'm okay with visually, but I'm not okay with like it's like the controls. It's um that's where it gets to <laughs> Well, that works, Bron. Thank you. Um it's the controls. It's like there's so many things that you can do. That's where I think I get like, wait a minute. What do I do to do this and how do I do this and you know, like I I I think the detail's cool and I'm like looking forward to like the division and that looks super detailed and I think I'll be okay. But it's just like how many controls are there and what, you know, I think I'm just getting that point. I can't take in anymore. I just need something simple, point and shoot, that type of thing and, and, and leave it at that. Um, yeah. Arkham's, you know, Batman can do so many different things that it's just like, okay, why am oh, I yeah. failing at this? Why can't I do this? What is, What am I not doing right in the training yeah. session? And, you know, there's the controls for Batman, then there's the controls for the Batmobile. Oh, and then, the, that and then it's got, yeah, it's got like the, what the fighting motor, I forget what they call it, so. where it kind of like its wheels come out and then it can go in any, every direction. Yeah, like Loki but, says, all we need is that bring back the Atari 2600 controller, one stick, one button, good to go. Yeah. Back, <laughs> back when games ruled. <laughs> oh, like track and field. <laughs> your hand cramps. Just mash it on that button as fast as you yeah. can. <laughs> so. But yeah, so uh, anyway, Arkham Knight, uh, definitely an eye candy game. Uh, a little harder than the previous ones, but uh, hey, it's Batman. <laughs> what else can I say? Batman goodness. Yeah. And it was $45. I don't know if it still is or not. Yeah. Because it was on that sale. So actually, that's an interesting point. So $45 for the game and the season pass is $40. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, like one of the, that's, remember we talked about that season pass yeah. a long time yeah, the before doozy. the game launched and how crazy it was. Mm-hmm. And it went on sale pretty quick. I've still been waiting for The Witcher to go on sale and it hasn't. And that came out a couple months back. And this thing's already on sale, what, like less than a month after it came out? It, it does seem like, you know, people complain about the digital sales, but, you know, like, oh, well, retail is always cheaper. But, you know, we're seeing these pretty new games going um, to getting discounts, pretty good sized discounts pretty yeah. quickly. You know, I've even seen, you know, people talking about uh, Mad Max. I actually uh, pulled the trigger on that, bought that today, pre-ordered it. And a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to wait because it's going to be discounted in two weeks, you know, or a month later it'll be partially, you know, it'll be discounted because of all the holiday stuff coming out. So, right. I mean, if we're at this point where everybody already is like, oh, I'll just wait because it's going to be discounted, then I, 
don't see why people can complain that digital prices are too high, you know? So yeah. it really depends on how soon you want it. True. Uh, a game like it's, Mad Max though, won't matter because it's a single player only. So it doesn't, right. you won't have to worry about, Oh, no one else is playing because you can't play oh, with yeah. anybody else. That's a right. game like, you know, call of duty or the division or, you know, anything else new gears of war, like the gears of war just came out, you know, that, People are buying that. I decided not to because, A, it's the same game I've already played. It's all going to be backward compatible. Yeah, there's a couple new missions, but I don't think that's worth 60 bucks. And, you know, here in a couple of weeks, you're going to start that winter rush where no one's going to be playing the thing anyways in a few weeks. So, Yeah, it'll be half price then on a sale. <laughs> exactly. Or it'll be, it'll be games for gold here in December. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was actually kind of contemplating how if you're playing something already and let's say you're in the middle of a game, whatever it is, like um, uh, let's say you had Arkham Knight. So you're in the middle of Arkham Knight. You still have like a couple of weeks before you're going to finish it or, you know, week two or whatever it might be. Why bother getting that game right away? You know, the new one that just came out? Because it's the new hotness. Yeah, but why get it right away? Because you, you it's might not. New. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's not like they're going to run out. It's not like you're going to. It's a, like a limited print run. Because you don't want people. Because like your gonna, friends are going to be playing it, and you don't want to be behind the ball game. And they're going to be all. And by time, and then you think about it, with all the new stuff coming out, by time you get to it, they've moved on again to the next new hotness. So you fall behind. So. Yeah. Got to stay up, my I brother. Guess there's always there's always that <laughs> argument, I guess. Yeah. But you're right. There's no, you know, especially like a single player game, you could buy it next January after you've played through all the winter stuff. Yeah. And then you got something to play. And it will probably take it'll you be long, che- a lot it'll of be hours cheaper to play. then and you know all the DLC will be out or Yeah, absolutely. I know I talked about this before where back, oh man, this must have been like 20 years ago or even more when Command and Conquer came out. Everybody like was in love with this game, myself included. Yeah. And then, and then there was the follow up to that. I don't remember what it was called. Red Alert. No. I w- it was almost like a bunch of extra missions. I want to oh. say it came out right before Red Alert. I do not recall. Yeah, but whatever the title was, I remember going everywhere looking for it. And, you know, going to like Comp USA and Babbage's. Remember those guys? <laughs> yep. And that's ultimately where I wound up finding it. But after going to like all these different stores where it was sold out, we don't need to worry about that anymore. Pre ordering doesn't mean what it used to be where you're guaranteeing yourself something pre-ordering now just means you don't have to wait for it to download because you'll get it at midnight the day of release so you know if you're not gonna be playing the game right away and you're just gonna wait a little bit you know finishing some stuff up or whatnot just just wait maybe catch a sale get all the dlc but you also could lose out on pre-order bonuses you know, oh. it's like, like, well, yeah, take those Mad are Max, for example, you know, it okay. comes with a, comes with a, you know, some extra bonus item. And, 
you know, it won't be available afterwards, probably unless you pay for it or not. But at least you've got it, and I've secured it. and Because I won't be yeah. able to play that game the day it comes out, because I'm going to actually be out of town. But, you know, when I get back, it'll be ready to go, and I didn't lose out on the bonus item. And I'm going right. to buy it anyway. So, but yeah, if I would, if I'm not going to play it right away, then no, I would not, I wouldn't worry about that. But I think another kind of a, we're getting way off. We're still on what we've been playing. Yeah. But the thought came, you know, why, why pre-order? Why, why order it right away or buy it right away at full price? The reason why, because if you like the game and you want them to make another one, if everybody waits to get it on sale, then that means you know they the developer made no money in the first couple of weeks. They they that first couple of weeks is where they get the majority of their their money, you know. And if if it flops, they're not going to make another one. The studio could even close depending on who it is. So you know if it's something that you like with with Mad Max, I've been really hesitant about it because I'm I'm you know. I'm concerned that it's going to be too focused on car via vehicular combat, which it is going to be. It is stated that that is kind of the main focus. So there is some on foot stuff, but you're mainly in your car. It's about the car. But I have a lot of uh, faith in Avalanche Studios, who's making it, who's making Just Cause 3, and they made Just Cause the series. I really like Just Cause 2. So, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I'm gonna. I'm rolling the dice here, hoping I don't get burned again this year. Um, but uh, again, if people are like, "Well, I'm gonna wait and see on it," and you get, and if you had enough people, I mean, this is a large amount of people, but a large enough people don't buy it. They wait till it goes on sale, or people just get into this. I'm gonna wait till it's thirty bucks. I'm not buying anything at sixty bucks. Pretty soon, you're not gonna have anything. We're gonna have nothing to buy because we essentially because we're waiting for the sale. No one's going to be, you know, they're going to view this as the game was a, a failure because it didn't sell. So that that's another reason to buy it on day one, <laughs> at least at least within the first two weeks. Well, I don't think that the developers get more money if it's not on sale. Somebody takes the hit. I don't think it's the developers because let's say let's say it's a physical and it's at Fry's and it's ten dollars off. The no, they already got, got their, their money, money from fries, but yeah. if, and I'm not sure how it works, but if, we'll say GameStop or fries or whatever, they order a million units and nobody buys them, you know, they're not going to be reordering anymore. And when the game doesn't sell until they could cut it in half, I think that would affect the developers. You know, it's yeah. going to all trickle back. And they're going to see sales numbers. And if the game's not selling, they're going to be like, okay, well, we're not going to waste our money into you know, uh, yeah. Mad Max two. So, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know, that would take massive numbers of people to not purchase it or a lot of people to wait till it was on sale for to affect it. But you know, it's just a thought. Yeah. Anyways. Absolutely. I'm anyway, I'm assuming you're done talking about what you've been playing. No, I got one more. Nope. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, the last one, uh, worth mentioning is I've uh, been playing some more of Adventures of Pip. Uh, I talked about this one last week a little bit. It's basically uh, like an old school made for 2015 style game. You know, something that you used to play back on your Game Boy or those style of like uh, platformer games that have the little stories 
like the evil queen captures the princess or whatnot, and then you're the only person in the entire world that can uh, save them. And what's kind of unique about this one is it's all about uh, like resolution, for example, where in the beginning of the game you start off as like a single pixel, and then the the more stature, the the more like higher up in royalty that the characters are, the better they look, the more, you know, resolution, the better graphics they have. And you actually switch back and forth from, uh, from being a pixel to being like, a like, a you know, a better drawn character. And it's just pretty interesting. And it's actually kind of, kind of hard. <laughs> it's not as easy as I thought it would be. And there's some elements where it's like, okay, I need to get over here but I'm like the, you know, the better drawn character. Oh, I need to go back to a pixel to get there. And, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty decent game and I'm enjoying it. And, uh, that's about it. How about um, you? All right. Well, this week I played some more how to survive. Freaking game is hard, even on easy. It's insane. Uh, played some DOA five last round. Uh, did the, what is it? The fourth DLC for tales from the borderlands. Uh, played some World of Tanks, and also played some Titanfall with my good buddy Carbide. Uh, he was talking me into coming and playing, and I'm like, all right, I, you know. And it was cool. I had a good time. If you guys are members of the Facebook group, you will see a video I posted out there, or if you're a friend, uh, you will see it on my activity feed. Um, the, it was pretty cool. I was in a Titan. I was standing at a – we were playing Hardpoint. I was standing there. I just helped capture one point. And every time we were walking away, they were like, it was going again, you know. So I knew there was people around. So I'm standing there, and all of a sudden I can see a shadow. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Running on the ground. I'm looking. Yeah. I just happen to turn, and I see some little dude running. I'm like, oh, there's somebody on the roof. So I just wa- I turn, and I walk backwards so that my gun's pointing up. And sure enough, there he was. And I was just, and he was toast. <laughs> and I'm like, that was so cool to be alerted by seeing their shadow on the ground. I like that was just an awesome moment. So of course I'm yelling, you know, for the, you know, to record it, and and I'm like that is just so super cool. <laughs> it was a fun moment, but I had a had a really good time with that game. I just really love Titanfall, so fantastic game. But that is what I did. So let's move on and see. Oh, I guess I was supposed to put that up. <laughs> I'm already a logo behind here. Oh well, whatever. So if you want to become a patron of the show, uh, by you can go to patreon.com forward slash this Xbox life, I believe. <laughs> yes, that's it. Um, and you can basically subscribe to us and, and you, you basically would donate money to the show every month. It automatically comes out of your credit card, debit card, whatever you do. And you set the amount that you want to uh, donate. If you don't want to do that on a rotating basis, you can send us a tip by going to twitchalerts.com forward slash donate forward slash this Xbox Live. This is a one-time donation, and as you can see, if you do that, if you go through there, you get your name down there at the bottom like Drano85 has done. So, and uh, for all the world to know that you donated. So, appreciate those. Again, they're not expected, they are appreciated, as Brian likes to say. So, we're going to jump into our topics... So, Rob, you were talking earlier about uh, playing Mass Effect on Xbox One. What would you say 
if you could play um, Forza Motorsport One on your Xbox One, or I maybe, would say I ain't got no time for that. Or maybe um, oh, Hunter the Reckoning, or Crimson Skies, or Blinks the Time Sweeper, Overlord. <laughs> you see where I'm getting at? No. What do all those games have in common? Explain it to me. They're old. <laughs> they are old. How old are they? Like us. <laughs> How old are those games? Older than old. Heck, 10 what, years What, what more? platform did they come on? The Xbox One? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, the, the original, original Xbox. There you go, the original Xbox. Yes. Well, Microsoft's head of Xbox has revealed that making games from the company's original Xbox console playable on Xbox One is something he's actively investigating. That'd be cool. That, that is kind of cool to make the entire, if they could make that entire library available to play on Xbox One, I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, not that I would want to rush out and play those things on my Xbox One, but I did, uh, oh, that's something I can tell you. I don't, I didn't mention it. This was after, this was this last weekend. I went out and actually bought another Xbox console. And I bought an original Xbox. Hooked it up downstairs. I bought, I bought actually Blanks, Forza, the original, and um, uh, Crimson Skies. So I did pick up those three. Um, and it was weird. I played, so far I've only played some Forza. And I, all I can say is, Wow. That game's come a long ways, <laughs> but yeah. it would be kind of cool to be able to play some of those just to be able to, same thing, just turn your Xbox One on and play any one of those games. I think that's really kind of a neat idea, and I'd like to see that happen, um, and uh, we'll see what happens, but they are actively investigating it, so, you know, that I would say means Phil's looking into it to see if it's something we can do, what the cost is going to be, If you know, there's obviously cost outweighs benefit type of thing they got to figure out but i think it would be kind of a cool idea i do like the 360s backward compatible and the way that's working out um do we need it no i don't think we need it is it cool idea yeah it's kind of cool what do you think do you think it's what do you yeah it, you know it's something that would definitely be cool um there's some you know pretty decent games that came out over the last what like almost 15 years and well, actually, what the original Xbox came out in two thousand one or something, oh, something like to, that. Two thousand, two thousand one, and <laughs> it went through two thousand six, seven ish, maybe. So that's seven years of games out there, and I remember I used to play the heck out of a whole bunch of them. Like, I'm having a hard time remembering any of them right now, just because it was so long ago, but. The only thing is, like, how could they, I mean, you pretty much have to buy them again unless. You know what? They're so old. They they, I wouldn't be surprised if they just made it, like, here's the catalog. Or know? it would be or something like like the game game. room. With that game room that they had, weren't yeah. titles, like, only, like, a couple bucks? Yeah, maybe they do something like, like that. A dollar or two. Or maybe they say, you know, we can read the disc and know that you got it. Maybe they'll do the same thing. 
Um, even if they even if they did that and said we can read the disc and you download the digital version, and if you didn't have it, I would like the ability just to buy because buy the digital version of a couple games. There's two games I cannot find, which is the reason I bought the original Xbox. I'm looking for Hunter the Reckoning and Hunter the whatever the sequel to it was, the Redemption or something like that. But I really liked Hunter the Reckoning, and I would love to play that. Huh? Hunter the Reckoning Redeemer. Yeah. So, well, there's Hunter the Reckoning and then Hunter the Redeemer, right? Or Hunter the Reckoning the Redeemer? Colon the Redeemer. Okay. So those are the two I'm looking for. I'm trying to find them. I I scoured all weekend uh, all the old game stores here in town, and nope, (laughs) couldn't find it. So I put the call to my good buddy Democulus, uh, you know, our resident gaming expert, and he was like, those are sort of harder ones to find on the original, but he's got his eye out for me. If anybody can find them, I'm sure he will. So, but yeah, it'd be cool just to play those on the original or on the Xbox One with the nice, you know, controllers instead of the big Duke. Um, so, uh, oh, and a controller yeah. I'm familiar with because even the controller S, I picked up a Duke, I picked up a controller S, and then I got a third party one. Um, but uh, the the S is yeah, I, the Duke is insane. I, I still when I looked at, it, I was like, oh my goodness. This is huge. <laughs> and my youngest son was like, what the heck? That thing's giant. I started laughing. I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. he, he keeps talking about it. Dad, look how big that thing is. So, but yeah, it would be fun. So, well, if it does happen, we'll definitely be sure to let you guys know uh, how that all pans out. Yeah, if this comes out, everybody will know it. We don't have to let anybody know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, just... I just looked online and the Xbox, the original Xbox across all regions has 969 games, at least according to Wikipedia. Wow. So that's a lot of titles that they could potentially bring forward. And I imagine that the main thing that they need to do is just figure out how to get a VM running, which they probably could. Well, that's essentially what the 360 is. And the thing, yeah. too, is, you know, you think about it, the 360 was backward compatible. Yep. So it, all they have to do is figure out how to get the discs probably to be recognized. And then it would be it should be able to run on the 360. Unless that 360 yeah. emulator, unless the 360 uh, see, emulator we have on the one doesn't include the original Xbox emulator that was built into the 360. See, the thing though is I don't think that they could, I don't, I don't think that whole disc system would, would fly with the original Xbox just because if people want to play something old, then what are the chances in 2015 or actually if this feature comes out, let's say 2016. Yeah. Let's say it comes out in 2016. What are the chances that somebody's going to have, you know, like uh, Blood Rain disc from 2003 or 2002, actually. Right. That's why I'd rather have them Slip. available in the store to buy. That'd yeah. be cool. Absolutely. And if the game's a couple of bucks, even if it's $5, it, it would be worth it, probably. I think so. Nothing more than 5 bucks. Yeah. But I think they could make some money on them if they just sold them. Same with all oh. these 360 games. I think if they make them available for sale to play on your Xbox One, 
you're gonna make you, you could still make some money on some old titles oh yeah so I like a lot of these games like i'm looking through here i mean they got one two three four five six seven eight they have 10 star wars games alone oh nice i'm sure people would love to play like the original battlefront battlefront 2 yeah. star wars Battlefront 2 jedi starfighter uh, knights of the old republic the only problem with a lot of that stuff is you know a lot of the servers are all gone so you'd have no online oh, yeah, for any yeah. of that it would yeah, only be the single player experience so because xbox yeah, live the original xbox live service has been shut down that's so, true but hey but they have uh the power of the cloud yeah, exactly. 2015 2016 they could bring it back you should be able to spin up some new servers so yeah yeah dude people probably go back and play well of course you can already do the halo too but i bet you people be playing some online old school games so that'd be kind of yeah, like, neat with the power of the cloud if if someone launched say just i don't want to use halo 2 that's what i keep thinking of but um i'm trying to think of We'll say Hunter the Reckoning, okay? Or, or Forza, the original Forza Motorsport. So someone went on there, you put that in, and they said, hey, let's play online. And say nobody's playing. So as soon as someone does that, boom, it spins up a server. And then you tell your buddies, hey, come on, let's play. And they all jump on, and the server's already spun up. You know, yeah. if, if Crackdown 3 can automatically just, boom, pop something up, it'd be sweet to see and I, I can't see it being that complicated in this day and age with vms and stuff to just boom pop up a server for that game it's exactly already, it's just boom launch it there it goes soon as someone wants it it just launches it and takes up a resource and then if no one's playing hey you're not having servers running that resource is shut down you know exactly so that would be really cool oh heck yeah but yeah we'll see what happens that's a dream, and those would cost money. But what won't cost you money in September are four new games. Well, four games, I should say. <laughs> they, I like how they say, I like this article. From the month of September, Xbox Live Gold members will receive four new free games. <laughs> they're, they're not all new. <laughs> There's like one that's a new game. But two on the Xbox One, two on the Xbox 360 is part of the Games with Gold program. So on Xbox One... Uh, Xbox Live Gold members can download the Dear God, which is a $15, normally 15 bucks. You can download the Dear God for free during the month of September. And Tomb Raider, the Definitive Edition, which is a $30 title, will also be available free as a download. Uh, will be available as a free download <laughs> from September 16th through October 15th. So I'm not sure... Why that one's stretched out, unless that's because Tomb Raider's coming out. When does Tomb Raider come out? I don't remember. It wasn't October, was it? It's November 10th or something, 18th, 10th. I, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do this like next month, or maybe this will be one of those, oh, get it twice. <laughs> maybe Still they'll bring that back. So those are being available. If you, if you have not got Tomb Raider yet, um, you, you got no freaking excuse. It's free, okay? This is a, this game was worth it's 60 phenomenal. bucks. Oh, it, yeah. It's worth 120 and I can say that because I bought it for 60 bucks on a 360 and then bought it again on the Xbox One and played it through <laughs> again. It was worth every penny and every minute. I cannot wait for the new game. I Oh, yeah. it's going to be awesome. 
Um, and then on Xbox 360, starting Tuesday, September 1st, Battle Stations Pacific, which is a $25 title, will be free uh, through the 15th. And then on September 16th, Gold members can get Crisis 3, which is a $20 title, for free through the 30th of September. So there you go. Four titles that you can pick up for free um, in the month of September. So there you have it. Excellent. Excellent. All righty. Um, this should be pretty quick. Um, the Call of Duty multiplayer beta began today, uh, August 26th. So if you've got a code, uh, you can now play on either Xbox One and PC. Um, you can experience seven plus multiplayer modes, three plus multiplayer maps, eight multiplayer specialists, and a variety of weapons, perks, equipments, and store streaks will be available in the beta. To get access to the Call of Duty, you must have a beta access code. The easiest way is to pre-order the game. There's another reason why you might pre-order a game, Rob. <laughs> to get beta access. Um, so The only reason to pre-order a game is it being Tomb Raider. <laughs> so, If it's not, Crackdown 3, baby. Okay, maybe that. <laughs> so that's going Those on right two. now. And if you, yeah, if you have a PlayStation... It was, uh, they had the beta, I think, last week. So they got a week earlier, a few days early. All right. So here's the story that I am like super excited. You know what? I'm going to go into this last one first, and then we're going to come back. So, Rob, you remember the preview program, right, for the Xbox? Of course. Well, it's if you are not a preview, if you are not currently a preview member and you want to be, you better start. Find someone who is to not me because I'm I'm done doing that. I got I get too many requests. So put me in the preview program. Um, so find a friend of yours that's not Rob or not myself. Um, Brun will be happy to do this. <laughs> Send your request to Brun to put you in the preview program. Um, no, um, but if you got a friend that's in, just ask them to submit you. Uh, they have to go into the preview program application and and put you put a request in for you. You basically have to yeah, invite to basically in. to give you an invite. It doesn't right. put you in. And uh, then typically, you know, well, I can't say typically, but I've heard people have gotten in like within a couple of days. But it's all based on when Microsoft is inviting you. We're not sending the invites. We're not putting you in the program. Someone who's in can only like send you an invite or they, they basically tell Microsoft, Hey, invite this person. I'm inviting this person in. I'd like them to be in the preview program. And then you get access to it. Um, but Microsoft has said that it's going to start limiting how many people can join the program in the future. Uh, a post reveals that a surge in the number of applications means it's not able to handle a tremendous, a number of new participants, you know? So I, I'm actually looking forward to the next update here in September we're going to get the uh, uh, the preview program members are going to get the new Windows 10 interface uh, in September, which is not supposed to come out, I think, till November. I believe right. everyone else is supposed to get it November. Normally, everybody gets it a month later. I think this one is not till November, but you never know. Uh, they might give it to you in October. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. But so, then again, well, if it breaks I, a lot I, of stuff. <laughs> I was about to say, I think, Gaming is something that you do on a daily basis for a couple of hours. You might want to think twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about being in the program over the next uh, couple of months because being beta gives you stuff early 
but being beta also gives you broken stuff. Yep. It's not guaranteed to work. And we know how grumpy people get when their console isn't working. I'm one of them. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I was talking was, to you. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> last year, so many times they broke stuff. And, I was, and I, I was actually wanting out. And then I don't know what happened when they did their second program. It looked like I was still in. So I was trying to figure out why I was still in. And I don't know. I think I ended up maybe re-enrolling myself. Not necessarily wanting to, but I can say the second year of this preview program has been a lot smoother. Um, knock on wood, a lot better than last year. We had a lot of issues last year, and I was really pretty torqued off most of the time. But this year, it's been a lot better. So, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping the Windows 10 goes well. At least my Surface and my my PCs at home are running very well on Windows 10. So, I have high hopes. And it'll work well on the Xbox, but we shall see. We or, shall or like see. they say, if if you get a bad update that kind of hoses your Xbox for a couple of days, you should just go outside and play. Exactly. Instead of being inside. Yep. Playing video, playing video games. All right. So this brings me to the main topic, the title of our show. Tomorrow, I can't wait for tomorrow, August 27th. Is going to be, could be a big day. I hope it's not a letdown. It might be nothing big, but the division is teasing that there's going to be some sort of reveal on August 27th. So uh, let me just, I want to read the article. So Ubisoft is teasing reveal involving the division coming tomorrow, which will be August 27th. The company has released a PDF full of mystery, mysterious scribblings that lead you to the answer move off Manhattan, Manhattan Island now. Once that's stuck, once that's stuck into the URL at the top of the page, you hit another PDF with further doodles. Now, what stands out, however, is the banner at the bottom that trumpets more information will be coming on August twenty seventh. So, with the tease, uh, yeah, and that that's kind of it. I mean, I didn't, I haven't dived into these PDFs because usually these. I'm, I'm not smart enough to figure this stuff out when it's like, oh, look through this and, oh, here's a hidden URL and it takes you to some website <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. I, I just don't even bother with that. So I'm waiting for them to come out with a trailer or some news on it'll probably be, you know, there's going to be a campaign mode or there's going to be this or there's going to be that or we're going to get some more details on maybe a new game mode or I don't know. I, I would expect something. But uh, I don't know. It's we'll see. Looking forward to it. Rob, are you as excited for The Division as that as I am, do you think? Mm, no. Am I as excited? No. No. See, it, I mean, it looks cool, but I, I never got into those games. See, what I'm hearing and what my understanding of this game, and this is what has me excited. Now, I'm not a fan of Destiny right. um, for different reasons. It, it, you know, and I don't want people to hate on me. I'm not trying to hate on Destiny. I know there's a lot of people out there that really love it. And that's awesome. You know, it's, I'm glad they really enjoy the game. What I don't like, what I really didn't like at Destiny was the grind and the total lack of story. I mean, at the end of it, I was yeah, like, what was this? I have no I have no clue what I just did or what this was about. But their story was horrible. And, and the game is just a massive grind fest, which I just, I don't want to do. And it just makes it rather boring for me. But if the division is like Destiny in the fact of it being a shooter RPG, if you will, that you can 
customize your character, get better loot and gear that you might take from other people or in the, you know, that you find in the environment or from missions you complete. And it's all in the modern day, which obviously it is, you know, and if it's that kind of always progressing game, I, I can see myself getting hooked big time into this, depending if they don't make it so grindy. I, I just, that's the thing that took me out of Destiny the most. I was like, man, I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over. So I really don't want that in the division. I'm worried that's what's going to happen. Um, but if if they don't and they can make it interesting or somehow mix up the missions and what you're doing so it's not not the exact same boss fight every single time, um, like, like Terrorist Hunt. I think back to Terrorist Hunt for Rainbow Six Vegas 2. You could go through the same terrorist hunt mission, but you never knew where the terrorists were going to be because it did. It wasn't like they were always standing in the same spot. Like, you know, prior to that, you, you got to learn where, okay, there's going to be a bad guy around this to the right behind this door. So you knew, you know, boom, you could do it blindfolded with this, with Rainbow Six Vegas 2. They changed it up. So everything was kind of random. You never knew where the people were going to be. Made it so much more fun, made it more intense. You didn't mind replaying it. Because you were just based on the same level, but it was always a different match. So if they can do that in this game, then I think that'll be awesome. And I, I really am excited for the potential that this game has, at least in my eyes. And and I think for once, this could be a game that, when it comes out, this becomes the only game I play for a long time. So like those that are playing Destiny and that's all they play... Or those that play Call of Duty and that's all they play, you know, this is that game. This game looks like it could be that game for me. What do you think? Am I yeah. crazy? Well, we know that, but <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with the game? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But, you know, I, I know so many people that are really looking forward to this game. From everything that I've seen, it looks like the game's probably going to deliver, and it's just it's just going to suck everybody in. I I think so, and I just hope it lives up. I hope it's yeah. I mean, ah, uh, if it's yeah, bo like Borderlands or like a mix of Borderlands and Destiny, take the best of those games, and like. But make the controls like... I, here's my thoughts, okay? This is what I really hope this game to be. Uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist was by far the best Splinter Cell game, in my, in my opinion. I know a lot of people probably didn't like it because it was more shooter than it was stealth. I loved it. I really liked it. It was like an action game. So make it like that style of game with an MMORPG, a style of Destiny, and like with a loot system that's better than destiny, but not so crazy like borderlands, you know, borderlands was too much. You got to divvy it out a little bit. Destiny only has like 10 weapons in the whole game. So every time you pick up something, it's like, Oh, I've been throwing this away for the last hundred missions. You know, I, I want more variety and, and better options, but it, it doesn't have to be, you know, like borderlands. Every time you trip over a rock or scrape a sand, there's a new rifle laying there. So find a nice yeah, yeah. mix of that, you know, and um, I this this game could really go far, I think, for and a lot of people could really get hooked to it. So, oh yeah, um, I'll definitely be tweeting. Well, I don't know if I'll be tweeting, but I'll definitely be posting our Facebook group tomorrow. Any news that comes out about this, 
We'll probably be talking about it next week. If, it, if it's of significant newsworthiness, we'll be talking about it next week. But, um, yeah, stay tuned tomorrow to find out more on Destiny. Or not Destiny, <laughs> the Division. <laughs> oh, you mean Destiny 2? <laughs> the Division? <laughs> this is just called Tom Clancy's The Division, What Destiny Could Have Been. <laughs> so, no, I, no, I don't want to knock on, on Destiny. I really no. don't. So I may not like the developer, but... You know, I, I said I did enjoy playing some of the game. I will not be buying their DLC for the for Destiny. Um, no way, I'm I'm done. There, you know, I feel like the the dev is not very nice to the gamer, but yeah, it's just my opinion. So, all right, enough of that. We will more on the division later. Okay, so I think that takes us into our community and. So if you want to look like a member of the community, go to cafepress.com forward slash this Xbox Life, buy yourself a t-shirt, buy a couple t-shirts, buy a mug, a cup, whatever, um, and show your TXL pride. Um, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can by going to our website, clicking on the send voicemail box, and saying, leaving a message for us. If you do, be sure to leave a gamer tag and a message that's clean and that we can play on the show kind of like cat flap 1970 who sent us this uh this week hopefully you guys will hear this <laughs> here we go hi guys cat flap 1970 here from the uh sunny uk just thought i'd drop you a line nice to see you guys all back as the regular team and uh to quickly put this question for to you guys We've had the Xbox One there for quite some time. Is it time to have a uh, final goodbye, a funeral or a wake for the Kinect gaming device? It truly does seem to be dead in the water. Other than a video conference device or the audio control, which I think we all enjoy, the Kinect really as the gaming device other than your handheld controller I believe is completely dead in the water it's over it's finished um, I personally don't see any future with the Kinect apart from audio control what are your guys uh, outlook on this I mean can it be salvaged for other than gaming control has it got any uses other than gaming control is there anything that Microsoft could potentially use this device we all purchased, along with our Xbox Ones, to be used more than a gaming device? Because it really is finished. Anyway, gentlemen, I hope you're all well and happy over in the States and uh, playing many games. Nice to hear you guys. Great show as always. And a pleasure to listen to you guys uh, rant and rave. Always makes me chuckle throughout the day. See you soon, boys. Bye. Alrighty, so thank you, CatFlap1970, for sending us a voicemail. I love getting voicemails. I wish more people oh, yeah. would take opportunity because I like to hear from them, and I'm really grateful CatFlap sends them in on occasion because I like to hear from him. Yep. So what do you think, Rob? Mm -hmm. You know, when when I heard uh, his voicemail, it really got me thinking because it was like the peripheral that could have been but for 
many reasons, and I think everybody's familiar with many of those reasons. <laughs> it just never took off. It basically turned into like the gimmicky controller that you use for your dance games and maybe Xbox fitness, and that's about it. And that's a shame. With that being said, though, I don't even have mine connected. <laughs> so, so maybe that's a, a telling reason right there as to is it really necessary? Actually, the last time I had it connected was probably more than a year and a half ago. And as cool as it was to have Xbox Fitness kick my butt <laughs> and... Was it just dance? Actually, no, I think I think that was on the 360. See, now, if only we could get that archival that. footage from Microsoft of you playing just dance. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that's a telling thing right there, that if somebody who has one has it disconnected for 18 months... <laughs> You know, what's the state of it? I mean, as far as games go, there was a couple of games that utilized some of the voice commands. Like, I think Tomb Raider did some of that, didn't it? Or, no, Rise? Yeah, you can, some of the games yeah. will still use voice commands and stuff in it, but yeah. we are not seeing, like, I mean, Microsoft pushed Kinect big time on the 360, <clears> you know, and then everything was better with Kinect. It was flagged, that purple stripe on every, on every right. box that said better with Kinect. And we saw a lot of games that used it. Now, I can only think of like maybe one or two in two years that the Xbox One has been out that are Kinect games. I mean, they're just Other not than there. the dancing games. Well, yeah, you've got like the Fantasia game and you've got yeah, the sports true. game, you know, the, the Microsoft sports, whatever it is. And I think there was a couple others that just recently came out. Like a, not totem ball, but something something similar to that. It just recently came out, but that's like it in two years. Yeah. So I, I do agree that I think for gaming it's dead, um, and I really think that. But the thing is, I really wouldn't want the system without it because I do use the voice commands a lot. I do the record that. I do on you know turning it on and off. I I always use my voice. You know, okay. um, I do mute. I tell it to mute a lot, you know, so word to pause or stuff. So it's, it's it's like if you're watching a movie, I don't have to go, oh, where's the controller? I don't have to power it on. And I can just say, hey, pause. And it's, it'll pause it. You know, to me, that's right. great uh, for gaming. Yeah, I, I have no use for it in a game. I think it, it is dead, in my opinion, for gaming. And I think we've seen that for all the yeah. other stuff. So where, where is and, it going to oh. go in the future? All they really need to do is put a microphone, build a microphone that just it's built into the console. It just sits there right at the, you know, just like, you know, like a laptop has it built into the case. Just do the same thing so that I can still do voice commands. <laughs> you don't need to see me. You don't need to recognize me when I walk in because I have it set to auto launch to my profile anyways. So it doesn't matter who walks in. If it's turned on, my wife walks in and turns it on with a controller, it's going to launch my dashboard. You know, so I don't even need the camera on it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it may go away if they, and I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, 
you know, and he, he his his voicemail actually comes at a good point. I didn't even think about that, but I was thinking the other day, you know, with this Windows 10 upgrade, are are we going to lose anything that we currently have of the ability to do now on the Xbox One, such as saying record that and you know, no, they would pause. Do that. I would hope not, but think no. about it. When Xbox uh, when the Xbox One originally launched, we couldn't do voicemails. You couldn't do a lot of things that we used to be able to do on the 360 forever. It took like two years to find, you know, to get, you know, or well, it was over. It was about a year later, I think, when we finally were able to send a voicemail. I think it was actually over a year, you know. So it's like now we're getting basically a brand new OS. We could we could potentially lose some features that we have right we could. now. You, know, you bring up a good point. We could, however... I would speculate that with the Xbox going Windows 10, that it kind of opens up the Xbox to even more development because there's a heck of a lot more people that can code for Windows than they can for a closed platform like the Xbox One or 360 were. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would think that they open themselves up to even a, a huger, is that a word? Huger? huger? A it much larger <laughs> development team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because it's, it's so more prevalent and it's got the backward, not backwards compatibility, but the people that let's say coded for windows seven or, or such or windows eight, they could easily probably code into Windows 10. And the Xbox is there. Right. So they sh I would think they'd be able to bring features over more quickly. I would hope so. And I would expect, I really can't, I would hope they wouldn't take stuff away. But I'm just saying. Yeah. You never know. No, it's, <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> it's, it's possible that we just go back two years. <laughs> No, no, the insanity. <laughs> Restart. You know, it's funny. It's like, it, it, it'll be like Groundhog Day. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. I was so upset that I was so, I remember when the Xbox One came out, I was like, what do you mean I can't send a voicemail? I was so frustrated because I did it all the time on the 360. You know, now I hardly, I, now that it's there, I still don't, I don't use it because yeah. I think because it wasn't there to begin with, I got used to not having it. And now that's there, I forget that it's even there. And now I tend to send messages through off the computer with the Xbox One app or the yep. Xbox app. I'll send messages or, there or through Smart Glass on my phone. Yeah, so exactly. I don't even send them through the console anymore. So it's almost kind of a, you know, I was so upset they, that they didn't have it. Then they gave it to me, and now I don't even use it. <laughs> so, well, you're one of those guys. You know, hey, I want what I want when <laughs> I want it. I don't want it now. I wanted it two years ago. <laughs> All right. That's but, funny. Well, again, thanks, Cat Flap, for the for oh, the, yeah. the voicemail. And again, I encourage anybody that's out there that's listening, shoot us a again. Go to our website, thisxboxlife.com. Right on the right hand side, it says "Send Voicemail." You click that, it might come up and say, "Hey, can I, you know, access your camera or your microphone?" Say yes, and it'll you'll have a little record button there. You hit record. Give us your game of tag. Give us your question or comment. If you don't have a question, you can just write a comment and say, you know, how great Rob, uh, Rob and Mark are and, you know, what a loser Brun is. And we would play that. No. <laughs> oh, over and over. Over and over. 
I'd make um, it my ringtone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just send us your questions or comments to the show. We really like to hear from you guys. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life. Um, and also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. Again, it's a closed group, so your boss, your wife won't know you're posting on the site. All right, so let's get to the new games coming out this week. And uh, there's quite a list, if this is accurate, from our source. So, Rob, why don't you why don't you tell us what's coming out, what we can play? All right. So for Xbox One, we have the Mega List. I don't think we've had a list this large in quite some time now. We have Nova 111, Disney Infinity 3.0. I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. Not yeah, doing parents. It. Nope. Don't Keep your wallet safe. Mm, I'm avoiding uh, it. And that's, yeah, and that's the Star Wars one. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm avoiding it. You know what's keeping and, me uh, from it? It requires peripherals, requires a disc, it requires a bunch, yeah. of, bunch of characters to have to buy again. Not doing it. <laughs> characters to pick up around the house because they're used as toys instead of Dude, when we, when we boxed them. up, when I boxed up my office, you know, because I'm, I'm moving... I had one one box just for the Skylanders characters. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> that was all the stuff on the shelf, right? Yeah, it took up an yeah, entire yeah, shelf, and that was a yep. huge shelf. You saw it. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's so, funny. Now, you, now you're going to get a shelf dedicated to the Star Wars nope, stuff. I'm, I'm actually not going to do it. I, I won't. Yeah. Yes, so, you will. Nope. Just You just don't know it yet. You Keep will. going. Anyway, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, Mad Max. Uh, we also have Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. This is a game from the 360 that came out about a year or two ago, which is a phenomenal game. Uh, definitely check this one out if you haven't. Uh, I thought this was already on the Xbox One, but it, uh, our source listed it as coming out in the next week. Yeah, I, I know it was coming, but it was only on the... 360. Okay. If I remember, it was either a sale game. I don't think it was one of the free ones. And then uh, Super Toy Cars uh, is the last one of the list. There's a couple of uh, indie titles in there, it looks like, this week. Oh, yeah. And I want to say that there was a couple of games that just came out today. Weren't there? Uh, Well, yesterday. Because it was Tuesday. So I think you had, but you might have mentioned them last week. There's a here, Major Nelson listed a couple. So Dying Light has a demo finally. (laughs) When did that game come out? Like 1975? Don't buy it. I think the game came out in 1975. It's about time they had a a demo (laughs) for it. I mean, why Uh, even bother at this point? (laughs) And then uh, Watch Dogs Complete Edition. Complete. Was it incomplete before? <laughs> yes, apparently. Okay. Apparently so. Octodad. This was a game. I, I looked at the trailer a couple weeks back when they first had it come out. <laughs> I, I I don't even know what to say about this game. <laughs> it, it just I. It's not. Check worth it out if you want. What? <laughs> it's not worth mentioning. I, did you see the trailer for it? No. No? No. Yeah. 
that check it out I need if to you do? want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, take a look at it. Maybe look at it while I'm going through this list. <laughs> Octodad is the name. All right. Uh, Goat Simulator Memor Goats Edition is now available for Xbox. Oh, gee, I can't even. Yeah. Okay. Yasai Ninja is another one. It's uh, now available. Uh, Don't Starve Giant Edition is now available. Actually, that came out yesterday. Right. So I guess that's the that's the list. So a couple of things came out today in addition to uh, what we had. And I'm trying to see what the... Oh, the complete edition of Watch Dogs is the game plus the season pass. There's some new game mode weapons, outfits, missions. Play uh, as T-Bone. Maybe that's a season pass. Or whatever. Yeah, a low, so, low price of $80? <laughs> and Watch Dogs, that's about at least a year old now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. so anyway, did you pull up that trailer? No, I'm not going to watch it right now. <laughs> I already forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. It's, it later. it's dangerous to have you do anything on your system. Yeah, let me do it, and then everybody will hear yeah. it. Yeah. So what's and coming so out on for 360? Three, <laughs> for 360, we have Disney Infinity 3.0. Again, this is the one that's got Mark shaking in his boots. And isn't the Lego game supposed to come out pretty soon as well? Probably. I think that one's due out in the next month or so as well. There's going to be a lot of Star Wars stuff coming out here before the end of the year. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, that's what we have this week for the retail releases or the next com- this coming week. And uh, if uh, you make any purchases on Amazon.com, make sure to use our affiliate link so you can help support the show. Uh, make all your purchases using the affiliate link by going to this xboxlife.com and then click on the Amazon logo on the sort of like top right of the page. Mm-hmm. And make sure to do that uh, each and every time you go to make a purchase at Amazon. It helps support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. We kind of get a little kickback for sending you their way. And uh, if you're on iTunes uh, to do your podcasting stuff out there, then uh, just make sure to find this Xbox Life. And if you can, please review us and rate us five stars. So that'll help us uh, immensely by pushing us up in the rankings so we can be a featured podcast down there. And I believe that's it, my friend. All righty. Well, we appreciate you guys watching and supporting us. And uh, I don't know. I got nothing else, Rob. Yeah, me neither. All right. Then let's get out of here. Again, thank you for all you guys do. We appreciate it. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. So uh, we will be back next week, and Brun will be returning. And uh, so we will see you guys next week. I am Mark A.K. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob Olson, who is Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week.